Hi guys, I decided to bring you along to another developing session. Um, haven't been shooting much really, to be honest. Shot two rolls of 120, in, well one and a half rolls of 120 in April 4. Oh my god, that's black. Right, so I've just done pre-wash on the film that I'm developing, which is Ilford FP4. And it's come out like a dark black. Yeah, wasn't very nice. Not as nice as a, a foam pan green anyway. Right, okay, back to this, yeah. So I shot um, two rolls in April, but they were both colour. One was a roll of Metropolis and one was a roll of Lomography. Uh, 800 which I've had to send away and as yet I haven't had them back from the labs um, so I don't know what's going on they've been gone nearly a week now uh, obviously I guess the labs are still playing up or having trouble with post and whatnot so maybe they'll turn up in the next week anyway yeah so I last week I ordered some new film I got some uh, FP4 and some Cosmo 100 all in 120 and I've been out this morning to shoot for May's project box camera. So that's what I'm developing now. Um, been shooting in the Coronet for May because that's three cameras and three months. So we're back into the fourth month, and now it's um, so I'm back onto the first camera, which is a 6x9 and 8 shots so hopefully we'll get 8 shots out of this one um, developing this in Rodinal let's just start the timer oh, there we go and according to the massive dev chart it's 9 minutes development so let's get this first bit going it's really weird because it's Friday and it's a bank holiday because they changed the bank holiday because of VE Day, which has really sort of confused everybody. Well, it's definitely confused me, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm developing this in Rodnall at 1 to 25, 9 minutes. Um, yeah, like I say, I'm not really shot a lot done a little bit of digital stuff but not much um, and to be honest all through this quarantine I've been working anyway so I've been doing full days at work and as I'm the only other person in I've been quite busy so I haven't really had time to do much else and then obviously once the weekends come um, I'm not really in the mood for actually just going out for air so-called daily walk and uh, taking some images so I got up early this morning went out and shot some stuff um, for the project and uh, we'll see how this goes um, whether I can chat for a whole nine minutes or not I don't know well, nine plus whatever it takes to fix um, yeah so lovely sunny day and obviously no one's supposed to be out but um, when I went to the local park 
at mm, half past ten this morning. There was quite a few people already out, some runners and whatnot, and uh, a lot of cyclists and people just out enjoying the sunshine. Well, early parts of it anyway. So this HP4, this is the first time I've ever shot it. Um, I don't know what to expect from it. Um, I've shot HP5 before and I'm not a great fan of it, but that's obviously, well, possibly because it's a 400 speed. I didn't really like the grain off of it. This is 125. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what, what it actually looks like grain-wise and whatnot. One thing I did notice though, the backing paper on this, the um, arrows and little roses and numbers on there are very, very faint. And it was quite difficult to actually see it through the red window in the um, box camera. So I managed to actually hit every number or virtually hit every number a couple of times I did actually go over. So it'd be interesting to see what I end up with via that. But um, yeah, like I say, I'm waiting on two rolls of colour to come back from AG Labs. Um, I was hoping they'd be back this week, but obviously it looks like it won't be back now till maybe next week or even the week after. I don't know how how long it's actually taking to get there. And there for my April shots, which were both shot in the Duraflex, which for some reason I thought was a, a 6x9 camera as well, but it's not, it's actually just a 6x6 so we'll wait and see what they come back like and obviously with box cameras they're only um, they've only got you know a fixed shutter speed anything between a 60th and a 100th I think and then that's if you know th th these cameras are, are actually firing at their correct shutter speeds because they're so old um, so I don't know how well the um, Especially the Lomo 800, I don't know how well that will come out. Because there's been 800 and I think the days that I was shooting with it, they were quite sunny and bright. And again with the Metropolis, I've got no idea what that's going to be like. Some people have said it's really nice, they've enjoyed the, what they've got from it. And other people have said it's not that great. I've also got a roll of uh, 35 to shoot for that as well, yeah. But... As usual, I haven't got around to that. Um, and shooting 35 at the moment, it just seems nigh on impossible. It seems to take forever to actually get around and, and do it. So, having only eight shots with the box is uh, is quite good. I can you know, I can easily shoot that in an hour's walk out. All right, what are we? We're five minutes in, so four more minutes left of the developer. And then we'll um, we'll see where we are. I shall come back when I'm back on the fix side of it. As not to just stand here with a lot of dead air. And yeah, I think I'll come back um, when I'm into the developing. Oh, uh, sorry, when I'm into the fixing stage, and we'll see how we go for there. So, so I'm trying to chat, keep an eye on the timer and make sure that I'm doing enough agitations it's all a bit much for me (laughs) 
Okay, welcome back. Um, I'm about halfway through my fixing now, and uh, I'm using Ilford Rapid Fix. Just mixed up a new batch of it because I think the batch that I had before this is gone. So I've mixed up a new batch. This mix up a uh, one to four, one plus four, and then um, it's roughly about five minutes of uh, fixing time. I normally, when I first use a, a new batch, and I normally stick more or less to what it says, so five minutes, maybe five and a half, and then add each new roll of film that I do with it, I just increase it by like 30 seconds until I feel as though it's exhausted. And then, uh, sorry, and then, yeah, and then uh, after about, I don't know, 10 rolls of film or when it's been sitting around for a bit, I'll then mix up a new batch and give that a go. Oh, see how this is. God, it's really warm. It's too hot to be actually standing in the bathroom developing film. At least it's going to dry quick. I'll be able to um, scan the nicks. I'll try and scan the nicks. I, um, I'll probably do these nicks through my, um, well, by a digital camera. Hello. Yeah. I'll probably do them, scan them by my digital camera because it'll just make life easier than trying to mess about with uh, putting them through a scanner. I always, I don't know, it's, I, I don't know where my scanner's got loads of dust inside it or not, but whenever I seem to scan with um, the actual scanner, it just seems to just end up with loads and loads of dust in it. Where if I do it with the digital camera, it doesn't seem to get as much dust. Right, that's it's minutes. I don't like the smell of the fixer. Still, so it makes me squeezy. I'll put that up there. Just get some rinse in now. Do some rinse Got people standing on the doorstep now. Chain. You can probably hear that in the background. And normally what I do is I'll do, um, I've said this before when I've done, done these developing audio tracks before, I normally do three washes with water. Um, I don't use a, a stop bath. So far I haven't found the need for it. Maybe one day I will, but at present I don't. And then I just use my swizzle stick. I normally do inversions when I'm using the chemicals, but when I'm just rinsing off the film, I normally just tend to uh, just use a swizzle stick. Like I say, I'll do three washes. And the third wash, I'll put some photo flow in. Stop any drying marks. Yes, um, yeah. Right. Wash. I think like 
everybody, this is the bit that we all look forward to, the anticipation of um, what their film's actually going to look like, or whether we've actually got anything. <laughs> It's um, photo speed rinse aid. It's called, but I, mean, I just use like a a minuscule drop of it. I mean, this is 500 milliliters, and it makes 100 liters. So Give you an idea how um, how much you actually need to use with it. talked about using washing up liquid and whatnot. Right, so now this time I will agitate it because I like to get the suds and photo flow everywhere over the film. And then what I'll do once I open it up I'll just leave the um, that particular bit of water in the tank and then I can just keep dipping the film in and out just to try give it a really good rinse and try and get all the suds off so yeah that's it right. oh, yeah full of suds right. this is it always oh, a moment of truth and always trying to get it open right. lid off Squeegee man, either. Oh, did that? No. So I thought, thought it might have been a bit of a light leak there, but it's not. Yeah, I'm not a squeegee man, so I just like to run the film down through my fingers a couple of times, making sure my fingers are clean, obviously. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah, eight, in it, eight images. Right, just got to find my clips now.
Yeah. I like the look of them. I'm not sure what that one is. But yeah. Oh, I chopped the head off of that one. That one. Right. Okie doke. Well, yeah, I'm happy with them. So, that's another good development session. Hang up for a few hours, dry. Get rid of the rest of this water. Wash my tanks out. And uh, put away what I can for the time being. And yeah, that's it. Right. Well, hope you enjoyed that. Bit of developing with a new, new film type for me. I've never shot with this film before. Yeah, I've never shot with this film before, but from the look of the negatives, they look quite well exposed. Yeah, quite happy with them. We shall see what they're like. Put them right in there to dry. We shall see what they're like later. Right, I'll come back when I um, get around to scanning these and I'll. I'll give you an insight to how I scan with my digital camera. Okay, bye for now. Hello guys, welcome back. So now I'm going to actually scan these necks that I developed earlier on today. Um, basically, my setup for this now is to use my DSLR, which is a, a Nikon D5100. And... Um, yeah, so what I tend to do is I tend to set that up on my tripod and I've got um, an old Jessup's light box which is daylight balanced so I get a decent um, light from that and then basically I just use a old Epsom negative holder that takes 120s and I put it on top of the light box with the camera facing down the lens that I've got is a 50mm macro manual lens so I can um, get in and get pretty sharp onto the negative so I can see that it's in focus and whatnot although these negatives look quite curly um, so how well they'll actually sit into the um, negative holder I'm not sure like I said before this is FP4 which I've not used before oh. Let me just grab that, and uh, yeah, so, yeah. So they're not. I'm just gonna try and get one in to the actual um, holder at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're actually quite. They've got a bit of cupping on them actually. These, which is unusual, but um, yeah. Let's just try and see what we get with it. So yeah. So basically, what I do is I just lay this onto the light box, and because it's um, six by nine as well it's only two images going in at a time into the holder so um yeah i just basically lay that on the light box and uh then just go click away i usually just um have the camera set at f8 and um iso 100 which seems to give me roughly exactly what i need and then i'll just um I'll just have it on the live view so I can then get into 
I can zoom in and move the um, little window that uses the uh, focus and then basically I just manually focus it down into what I need and once I've got it into focus that I need just check it sometimes it'll be underexposed and then I'll just um, yeah so that one came out slightly underexposed so that's better but it's it's on like half a second so sometimes what I'll do is I'll if I think I'm going to um, jog the camera or anything especially at slow shutter speeds I'll um, I've got it on a tripod anyway so it doesn't really matter sometimes I will increase the ISO but I like to try and keep the ISO at 100 and then yeah basically I'll just slide the next one along and take the next image and that's it yeah and then basically that's how I get my negatives onto uh, back into digital because I've got to the point now where even for 35mm it's just taking too long to actually scan them on my scanner and especially the 120s it's just much easier to do it this way even just 12 images instead of the 8 it just works out so much better and quicker and also like I said I think one, I can get them sharper because the scanner doesn't seem to get, get them that sharp. And two, I'm not getting as much dust because I do think there is dust inside the actual scanner, maybe on the light beam or on the inside of the glass because the outside of the glass looks completely clear and so does the um, light that shines through. So I think there's just dust got inside and it just leaves a lot of spots where this way I haven't got half as many spots in fact I've got next to none I'd say 98% of it is, is clean and I don't have to spend time actually going through and cleaning up um, dust spots basically it's just a matter of taking it into Photoshop and doing a few adjustments and I've got the negatives straight away so yeah so that's how Basically, I go through and do my my scanning um, now, which is, a, like I say, for me, is so much easier. So, like I said, the images from this um, roll of FP4 have been shot for the Project Box camera, and um, I went over to um, a local park where I live called Crystal Palace Park. Um, some people might know it and over there they've got some um are they like concrete dinosaurs that were made back in the uh mid 1800s so it's like victorian um things and this is how victorians thought dinosaurs looked so they're not actual um a, a true representation of of what we now know dinosaurs look like but they're pretty cool they're out on a, a, an island and um yeah, they're, they're quite an attraction for people. People are always around looking at them. I thought that they'd make um, a good a good subject for shooting with the box camera. The images look as though they've come out pretty well. Uh, like I say, I, I, I'm only just scanning them, so they're still in their negative form. I haven't um, turned them into positives yet to see what they're actually like. 
but um, they look pretty sharp they look quite good there are a couple where I've um, chopped the, the head off of one of the dinosaurs um, because looking through the actual uh, viewfinder for the 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 box that I'm using is um, was quite difficult actually a quite bright sunny day so it did make it that the um, it made it difficult to actually see what I was focusing on but the rest of them uh, out of the eight I'd say seven are pretty good they've all come out quite well and I'm happy with them so yeah now it's just a matter of getting them onto the computer and turning them into positives and seeing what I've actually got once they're done I'll post a few up on the on the streets podcast Instagram feed so you can take a look at them and I'll also post a picture of my setup for how I'm going about scanning my images now so I think that's all of it for um developing and scanning for today anyway well i think that's it all for this episode so thanks for listening you can catch me on instagram at on the streets podcast or my other account which is flanure with a camera um, you can contact me via email at on the streets podcast at gmail.com or voice message through the anchor app if anyone wants to do that um, if you go on to the apple podcast store it'd be nice if you could leave a review because it does help the um, podcast get noticed a bit more and yeah i think that's it i think that's all there is for this particular episode that's been it for this time so once again thanks for listening and bye for now